Welcome to the Zolotech Podcast. It's August 21st, 2011. We're back. Hello, everyone. This is Aaron, and welcome to the Zolotech Podcast. It's been a very long time since I've podcasted last, and I decided to start the podcast back up again, and I thought maybe it would be a way to better engage some of the viewers that may know me better from Zolotech.com or Zolotech on YouTube. And I thought maybe you'd get a little bit more information here, and we could talk a little bit more about technology in general, and give some tips and things like that, and talk about what's coming up in the next videos that I'm doing as well. And just thought maybe we could connect a little bit better, and talk about some things that are interesting that you can't always do on the videos. So some of the things that I want to talk about are obviously the upcoming videos. And the Galaxy Tab 10.1, you may have seen the unboxing. If you haven't, check it out. You may have seen some other people unbox it. It's been out for a while, but I was able to get my hands on the Verizon 4G version. And they've recently turned up 4G in my area, which is in the Syracuse, New York area. And it's extremely fast. I really like it a lot, and I'm going to do some tests about that a little bit later in the future and just see how fast it really is. And I'm going to do some overviews of the Galaxy Tab because it's quite a nice tablet, and I think that while the iPad and some other tablets are nice, the Galaxy Tab has its own place as well, and it may not be on the shelves very long due to Apple lawsuits, but that's a conversation for another time. We've also got some Zenus case reviews. Now, I've done a few case reviews before that involved the Zenus case brand, and they are so kind and, uh, and, and generous in sending me a ton of cases for different Android devices, even the iPad. I just haven't done those reviews yet. They've sent me so many, I figured I would space them out. And they've been a great company, and I highly recommend checking them out. Uh, I also have some software reviews coming up. Image Ammo is an interesting image creation tool that makes some kind of takes a bunch of software or a bunch of pictures rather and puts them in the software and then makes them into a nice kind of a collage of pictures or animated videos of pictures it's kind of hard to explain because it is a little bit unique they have an iPad app as well and we'll take a look at that in in upcoming videos probably this coming week and hopefully we can cover all of all of those or hit each one of those points this week now, in the news, if you've been listening at all this week, or this past week, you heard that HP is getting out of the WebOS business or portable device division and possibly the PC division altogether, which isn't really a good sign for PCs, I don't think, because PCs, as far as they go, you don't get much better worldwide-wise other than HP. They're number one, and it's difficult to say that PCs are doing really well if the largest player in the PC market decides to take a break or, or go away completely. I'm not quite sure what they intend to do with that. Are they spinning off the business or, or what's going on with that? It's hard to say, uh, but I think they're nuts, honestly. It's, it's really crazy to see that they're going to take their biggest business and go away. Unless they're not making any money, then it would make more sense. But we really don't know what's, what's really going on within HP right now. Now, WebOS is a whole different thing. I love WebOS. I've been using it since the original Palm Pre. I actually switched away from my iPhone for a while to use the Palm Pre, 
and liked it for quite some time. Used it for a couple weeks and decided to go back to an iPhone because it was just a little bit sluggish and was lacking. And I think with time, WebOS has become really very nice with its with its multitasking system. For any of you that have used it, you probably know that its multitasking is much, much better than most tablets. And it kind of encourages you to use the multitasking. So if you haven't gotten your hands on an HP touchpad or an HP WebOS device, it's probably a good time to pick one up cheap. Now the HP touchpad was went on liquidation for about $99 for the 16 gig model and $149 for the 32 gig model. I was able to pick one of each up. Uh, I'm thinking one's going to go to a friend that uh, was unable to get one. They're very difficult to come by but I have a little bit of a tip for you on that. I was able to find a website uh, HP's website but there's a little catch you can go to their small business website and pick them up now it takes quite a while to get through as their traffic was very heavy and as of the recording this was the first day they went on sale for that price it was really difficult to get through it took me an hour and a half of clicking but I was able to get the hundred and forty nine dollar thirty two gig version that's a fantastic price for an HP touchpad uh, with WebOS. The sad part is, is you're not probably going to get any support in the future unless HP spins off the touchpad or the whole division to some other company. I think, personally, I would like to see RIM that makes the uh, Blackberries maybe buy WebOS and do something with them because Blackberries, uh, although functional, are really starting to look a little bit dated and WebOS is right up there with the best of them right now with Android and and uh, iOS and Windows Phone 7 it's it can hold its own against the others and is better in some areas and worse in others just like you would expect it's really kinda sad to see WebOS go away so I hope somebody buys them up or they sell them off or do something with them in the future to kinda continue the WebOS line it's just such a nice operating system and it's really nice to look at and works very well it'd be a real shame to see that go away completely now speaking of webOS let's talk a little bit about iOS 5 that's supposed to come out this fall now September October time frame may be more appropriate uh, the September to October time frame is when the next iPhone is expected to be released there isn't any hundred percent confirmation on that but that's what's expected at this point as it's been some time we're past the one year mark for AT&T and slowly creeping up on the one year mark for Verizon so I think it's about the right time where you're not going to upset too many people uh, on AT&T that had to wait and those people that just got their Verizon phone last year at the beginning of the year aren't going to be upset or rather this year at the beginning of the year aren't going to be upset that a new phone came out because we're close enough to that one year mark and hopefully Verizon will honor that and make that an easy transition for those of you on Verizon or or anywhere else now iOS 5 is a great OS I've been using it for a while on a dev account a lot of you have asked at least on the YouTube channel how do I get a how do I get a dev account or how do you have iOS 5 well you have to have a developer account from Apple and you have to sign disclaimers and things like that so you can only talk about basically what they've shown so far and that's really about it technically I don't think you're supposed to even talk about that but they've already shown some aspects of that operating system update such as the drawer on top similar to Android with the notifications there's some great things they've done with 
with the operating system, refined some things, made it more uh, OS X Lion-like in that it's, instead of being rounded corners, they've kind of made things a little bit less rounded and more boxy to kind of match the whole thing they go for across their platforms. So everything sort of looks the same and feels the same. And it's a really nice change. Uh, in the beta, it, they've just kind of tweaked here and there and given you some more settings. And the final version may look a little bit different than it does now. We don't know as far as what they're going to have in the absolute final version, other than what they've already included in their documentation is what's, what's going to be in there. Uh, that said, um, the next thing, obviously, is Android and Ice Cream Sandwich. Now, we've got all these competing OSs. WebOS is dead, unfortunately. But we have Windows Phone 7, which is coming out with Mango soon. We have iOS 5, and we have Android Ice Cream Sandwich coming out soon. So it's going to be interesting this coming year to see what actually comes out on top. I would expect iPhone and Android to do very well and Windows Phone 7 to be the follow-up all of which are great operating systems in their own right. In fact, I'm actually using a Samsung Focus right now. You may have seen in some of the videos. I'm using that as a regular phone uh, due to some bugs that are in iOS 5, but I really, really like the music hub integration that I went over in one of the videos. In Mango, it's so great to use, and it's just really kind of refreshing to use something different than iOS. I've been using iOS since the original iPhone, so it's been a long time. And I really just am kind of sick of it, to be honest. I've, I've seen the same thing. It's looking the same over and over. And I don't expect them to change it too much. It's like a familiar friend. But sometimes you want something new. So it's nice to be able to change it up a little bit. And in my case, I really like Windows Phone. Now those tiles do get a little bit old to look at. But the integration is so tight with Facebook and Twitter. And seeing all of that populate the phone really makes that phone come to life. So if you haven't played around with a Windows phone device, I, I definitely recommend just checking it out. I know a lot of Android users aren't going to like its lack of highly customizable desktop or, or home pages, but I really think for those that like music, it's really one to look at. Music, messaging, and Facebook, social media aspects, that's probably the phone to have. WebOS was right there with it as far as social media integration with Twitter and Facebook, but I think Windows Phone 7 speed-wise has taken it to the next level, so it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. Now, I want to get to the, the a part of the show where we talk about what you think of things I've taken a look at. So in this point, we're going to talk about OS X Lion. I've been using Lion since the day it came out, and I personally like it a lot. It's had a couple bugs here and there, and it's been a little bit frustrating, and they've recently updated it to fix that. Some video problems that Safari had, for example, that was causing crashing. The problems they were having, as far as in the documentation, I experienced. So we had some crashing in the browser when video was playing, uh, some system freezes, uh, some Wi-Fi issues. I have a MacBook Pro that I'm recording this on, and I record all my videos, or do all my video editing, rather, on. It it re, it, it kind of required some rebooting more often than it really should have. I don't reboot my system very often, and to fix some of these issues, I just found that I had to. The Wi-Fi, I had to turn Wi-Fi off and on to get it to work right. It was really kind of interesting, some of the bugs. Now, I know it is a new version of the OS, 
and I expect bugs here and there, and it wasn't too bad, and they patched it pretty quickly. But I really want to know what you think about it. Now, there's a couple ways you can tell me about that. You can tell me on Zolotech.com, leave a comment, or you can tell me in the send me a personal message uh, on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash Zolotech. Uh, Zolotech.com, you can send me via contact form, and let me know what you think, and in the next show, I'll leave some of your comments, and we'll see what you guys think about it. Do you like it a lot? Is there things you don't like about it? What do you like about it? Let me hear what you have to say about it. If you really don't like it, why don't you like it? If you really do like it, why do you like it? So I want to know if there's any tips or anything you have. I want to know what you what you like about it most, and if it does it speed up your workflow, does it slow it down? Uh, is there a way to better use the interface, maybe with the windows? Any little thing that you think you might have found that other people may not know about, I'd love to hear from you, and we'll go ahead and go over that in the next podcast. Now, I'm going to have a recommendation every week now, too. This is supposed to be a weekly podcast. I haven't done it in so long that I figured I'd start it up. It'll be weekly, and we'll go from there. So I do have a couple tips for you guys on YouTube. I hit a ton of questions asking me, how do I get products sent to me for free on YouTube? Uh, as As many of you may or may not know, a lot of the phones and cases and things like that are sent to me to review. I don't necessarily buy them. That doesn't necessarily mean I get to keep them either. A lot of the time I have to send them back. Some people request I give them away. Others request I don't give them away and just give them to friends. It, it really differs depending on who's sending you what. But my first tip for this, I'll talk about YouTube, I guess, a little bit every week. But my first tip is for you trying to be a YouTube reviewer. You really don't want your focus to be free stuff. If your focus is free stuff, your content is going to suffer because the focus should be about what you enjoy or your passion. If you're passionate about cell phones, then focus on cell phones and it will show and people will see that it shows and and will eventually be able to send them to you. But if you have no content, you need to have content first. I would highly suggest a website also. Before I started doing video reviews, I started my website. This is actually a couple days ago. was the three-year anniversary of, of Zolotech.com. It's taken me two, and a half, or two years or so to get to the point where I'm at now as far as videos go. Before that, I did news, and I, I tried to do news, and it was just too much. I was too busy, and so I switched to videos because that's really what I enjoy. I enjoy reviewing and, and doing the video part of it. So I really would suggest... You really need to have some comment or content and some reasons why people should send you their stuff to review. So again, don't make it be the focus to get free stuff. Your focus should be, let me show others or help others or let's review this product so I can help others make an informed decision. And do what you love because if you do what you love, it will show and you'll be able to get people that see that and will want to sh- want to send you things. For months and months, I I asked people to send me things, and it just didn't work. I needed the content. Once I got the content, they saw my ability and were more than happy to send me things. The first thing, let me tell you the first way I, I actually got a review unit. The first way I got a review unit was from Switch Easy. Now, they make cases for iPhones, iPads, things like that, iPods. Switch Easy, Switch Easy I actually requested a case from to try and review. And they said, we'll send you a case, but we want you to pay us for it. 
send it back and we'll refund the difference or refund the the price rather they paid for everything so what I did is I paid for a case I reviewed it and I sent it back and then they refunded it it wasn't expensive but at the time it was money that I hadn't planned to spend it's only about thirty dollars but I was able to spend that and start off slowly and get a couple cases and and go that way it worked out and then it went from there but you really need to start slow and small and enjoy what you're doing my first ever review was of an iPod Nano that I'd purchased and I haven't seen a lot of reviews on so I decided to do a review it was with a terrible camera or a good camera for that time it was a Canon point-and-shoot but it's terrible compared to the quality nowadays and I went from there and I just got better and better as time went on and you learn more and more but you really need to start off slow and do the best you can and the other thing we'll talk about is networking with other people but we'll leave that for the next show so if you have any tips or you have any questions regarding that I'd be happy to answer that again send that to me on zolotech.com or you can send that to me on the messaging through send me a personal message on zolotech the YouTube channel now for any of you that haven't been to my channel please go to that channel and subscribe uh, I always appreciate that and I do have one thing that I want to recommend we're going to recommend an application or an app in this case it's for the Mac and iOS and that's a program called Wonderlist Wonderlist is a free program that I've really started to enjoy using uh, because it's a daily task or a task uh, list keeper I don't know the best word for that but it's wonder list spelled with spelled w-u-n-d-e-r list all one word and wonder list allows you to set up a task very quickly add a task assign a date to it when it needs to be done by or a reminder and it will also sync between all the devices so it, you would create an account on their website it syncs between all the accounts and so I'll have the same thing on my iOS device as I have on my Mac as I have on my iPad so it works between iPhone iPad Mac iPod if you have it on there it syncs nicely and it has a few different simple uh, simple interface tweaks where you can check it to say yes I've done it uh, you can share it with cloud app you can print it you can email it so there's a couple different clever things but the thing I like about it most is, is that it's just simple I can click add a task add the task and I'm done that's all there is to it and I move on it was I, I've been looking for an app like this for for literally months something that simple now if you have a recommendation beyond that wonder list or something you think works better uh, please feel free to share it with us I do like to keep this really simple as far as that app so if it's a real complicated task manager uh, let's save that for another time but if it's actually a uh, an app that's comparable to Wonderlist that you think may be better may have a better interface or something along that line please feel free to share it again send a personal message or a PM on youtube.com slash Zolotech or on Zolotech.com send it through the contact form we'll be setting up a better way to do that in the future but for now go ahead and do that and let me know what you think on that we'll be like I said we'll be planning to do this weekly if we can and would love to hear any suggestions you have for us again thanks for listening this time this is Aaron I'll see you next time